And I do get a lot of comments on my videos of people saying like, thank you for like actually showing what you ate today. Um, Cause you could see a lot of people like, oh, I ate this and I ate this. And then they're like trash. I actually ate this. Um, and I, a lot of my content, I actually like show, yeah, I, I had hot Cheetos today, guys. I eat those a lot. Like they're part of my diet, things like that. So I think the impact I want to leave, even with my clients, like when they come in and they're like, I had this to eat. I'm like, it's okay. Like, that's normal. You're human. I eat that too. Like the normalcy of yeah. life and not all of the stuff that you see on social media. Yes, it's pretty. It's nice. And we like to see it. That's why people follow like all the organization and the nice, pretty things. Um, but it's okay to be normal, like normalcy. Hello, guys. Thank you for tuning in to the More Than The Numbers podcast. This is a show where we'll dive into the stories of people overcoming financial insecurity, showing the different paths that people take to become wealthy, and overall, just how to live a more purposeful life. So if you enjoyed listening to the show, please show some support. Give us a five-star review and leave a comment of your favorite part of the pod. Also, please share it to anyone that you know that feels stuck and that needs some uplifting or needs some help to get their finances in order. We're really just trying to help as many people as we can with these stories. Uh, God bless all of you. And yeah, just enjoy the show. All right. So today on the More Than The Numbers podcast... We've introduced one of the most prominent fitness trainers in Hacienda Heights. Annalise Jimenez has ran her successful personal training business for about six years now, named Train with Annalise. She's impacted the lives of hundreds, maybe thousands of women, become the best version of themselves through fitness. So she's actually the one of the few trainers who actually has her degree in kinesiology that she got at Cal State Fullerton and actually had the pleasure of meeting Annalise there at Cal State Fullerton, and I just want to, I just want to acknowledge that you've come so far from that day when we first met that, like, and I've been following your social media since then to see your account growing and seeing the gym. You guys went to the house. This is very inspiring, and that's why I had to, had to bring you Thank on, you. dude. Thank, Thank you for you. coming on. Of course. Thank you so much. But yes, yeah, met you at Cal State Fullerton, Titans. Dude. But yep, I did get my degree in kinesiology. Love that. Love I just that. remember that 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 class, like we didn't know, I don't know, you just don't know what your life's going to be at mm-hmm. that moment. Yeah. So it's like just Literally. super cool. And I like just remember like sitting next to you, like because we kind of knew each other from Hacienda Heights. And I'm yeah. just like, I'm just like, oh, it's cool that it's someone I get to that someone from the same area is there. And then yeah. to see you and then I saw you around at like 24 hour fitness later work in yeah. there. And I'm like, uh-huh. oh, let's go. Like you're actually using your degree. <laughs> You're actually doing what you said. Unlike, yeah, I get you. unlike some other people, but but yeah, that's the first thing I want to bring up. So like, what what made you want to go into kinesiology at Cal State Fullerton? Like, did you always want? Did you always like fitness? Honestly, no. Um, I was not into exercise at all. I was a dance major before I even switched to kinesiology, um, and that's like another thing. I don't think like I knew at all what my life would be at that point. Um, I really liked dance. So I guess I was a little bit into fitness stuff, but not really. Um, and then I was like, Oh, I'm going to be a nurse. And then I was like, Oh no, I don't think I could be a nurse. There's no way. Like I don't do like poop or anything (laughs) to do with nursing. Like that can't do that. Um, and so then literally I went to get a gym membership and the guy was like, Oh, what do you like in the gym? And I said, Oh, I like Zumba. Like I like to do Zumba. So I might do that when I come to the gym. And he's like, oh, what about lifting weights? And I was like, 
nope, I don't. I just want to use that machine right there and I want to do Zumba and that's it. Um, so I was also not into fitness like what, at all. What age was this? This was like literally I was probably in college. So I think I was like maybe my first year in college that I was So like, you hadn't picked a major at that time yet? No, just... I was still a dance major. And oh, then, you chose dance. Okay. Yeah, I was still a dance major at that point. And so when I went to get my membership, he was like, okay, well, yeah, Zumba. And then um, when I would go to the gym, I would see him. I would say, hey, what's up? And he's like, hey, you know, there's an opening for a Zumba instructor. And I'm like, okay, but I don't know anything. Like, I just do it. I don't know anything about it. Um, and so then I started doing research and I'm like, maybe I should get certified to be like a Zumba instructor, not even a personal trainer. Um, and then when I started looking more into like nursing, because I was going to change, I was like, no, there's no way I can do nursing. Like, I can't do that. Um, so then when I looked at other majors, I was like, oh, kinesiology. And I didn't know what kinesiology was. Yeah. I did not know what it was. I did, didn't know what it was going into school either. Um, but then I, it was on my mind like, oh, I should be a Zumba instructor. And I should do that. And then kinesiology is also this. Um, and then I didn't get hired for the Zumba position. So I was like, oh, shit. Was that 24? It was at 24. Oh, dude. Point of Hills? Point the Hills, yes. Come on, guys. What are you doing? I know. So I was like, it's fine. No worries. Like, we're, it's fine. It's not a big deal. Um, but I was, I switched again to kinesiology. So I was like, oh, shoot. Now I'm in kinesiology and like, I didn't get hired for the Zumba position. Um, but then I took the intro to it, like the prereq. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. I actually do like it. And then I ended up going to get hired at another Zumba place because I was like, no, I want to try to like see where it goes. Um, so I went and I taught Zumba at another place. And I was like, okay, I'm going to try this out. Wait, so bit. how do you, do you need like a certification for Zumba? Or they're just like... I think there's like a Zumba certification, but I was trying to think like a little bit ahead. I was like, okay, if I am already at the gym and I'm working, maybe I can meet people and then like, you know, you be a personal trainer for a little bit. And then my ultimate goal was to go to like PT school. That was like my oh, ultimate goal. Oh, I didn't know yes. that. So we, yeah. were, we were the same. We yes, were, we were the same. I, I wanted to do PT too. I feel yeah. like that's, everyone starts like, off that way, right? Yeah. I feel like it's drilled into like our brain. Like, oh yeah, you should go to like occupational therapy or go to PT school. And so I feel like that was like, uh, not by choice. I feel like I just heard it and I was like, oh yeah, like PT school, we're going to do that like towards the end. Um, so then I was like, so I'm going to be a personal trainer first and then I'm going to do this. And so I got my certification even before I was done with school and I started, you know, doing personal training. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wait, so like I don't know if you had this too at Cal State Fullerton, but when I went, cause I transferred from Rio Hondo and the first day they had us all in there, all the kinesiology majors mm -hmm. and they were like, all right, everyone raise their hand if they want to go into PT school. And like, dude, everyone's hands up. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, what? And they're like, well, all of you guys put your hands down. None of you guys are going to be PT. And we're like, oh my God, dude, this is my first day. Like, what the hell? Like, You're crushing my dreams. Like, what about, like, well, what's the alternative then? And they're like, yeah. just find out other stuff. Like, and I was like, mm -hmm. I'm just so yeah. confused. And like, how was your, how was your, uh, relationship with the counselors at Cal State Fullerton? Like, did, did they yeah. help lead you in the way to go down PT or did they cater towards your personal training? Honestly, no, they didn't like cater in any way at all. I had one teacher and one teacher that stuck out to me and she made it a point to be like, there are so many other things that you can do with a kinesiology degree. Don't set like, don't make it set in stone that you're going to be in PT, like have your mind open to other things that you can do. Um, the other professors, they were all very niche. So they didn't really like, cause I had the general track. I didn't choose mm, like, a okay. specific thing just because I didn't want to. 
because that first professor was like, you can do a lot of things. Don't like set it in stone. So she was the one who was mostly like, you know what? You can do this. You can do that. And I was like, okay. And she didn't really push me towards one. She just made it known like in my mind. Mm, Okay. Um, Planted that thought in there. Yes. Yes. And so I was like, okay, like that's interesting to like know, especially because in high school they don't tell you. No, they don't help you at all. Kinesiology, like, like, uh, yeah, they don't tell you that. They're like, there's business or English or history, and you're like, okay, and there's they don't tell you anything about like kinesiology or what it is or anything like that. But I feel like the counselor, the one counselor I had, she didn't try to push me a certain way, but she did make it known. She gave me the knowledge, like there's a lot of different things that you can do in like this field, like if you you know, get it in kinesiology. So yeah, no. And I think at Cal State Fullerton, like, I think for us, it's kind of a different experience because, dude, the kinesiology there is like, they take it serious. Like oh, the, yeah, the lab that they've got and like all of the different specific disciplines that they have. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I was like blown away with, with that. And sometimes it's like a little overwhelming because it's very like school lecture based Mm -hmm. like I don't think they would have taught I don't think they had any classes like if you were to teach on like business with fitness did they have anything like that no they usually don't um most of it was like actual the science-based stuff like the body how it works injuries mechanism of injuries uh healing people's bodies or they want to accomplish this in sports how would you train them they want to do this how would you do that so a lot of that stuff but not really pairing it with like the business portion mm. of it. So, okay. So you became a Zumba instructor and you're kind of like liking it now. You're, yeah. you're teaching some people, you're having fun. Mm-hmm. Like was the next step becoming the personal trainer or how was that? Yeah. So I d- had nothing figured out. I was just kind of like, woo, I'm doing whatever <laughs> I want to do because my parents are not telling me to pay anything. So I'm good to go. Um, so I was just like having fun with whatever I was doing. Thankful to my parents for not, you know, cutting me off so soon um so i was just like you know living life so the reason why i started to like actually go into personal training um was because people in the zumba class were like oh do you train like are you a personal trainer can you help me like you know with this and they would ask me questions and i really liked it because i was like oh i do know that you know why because i'm in school and i actually can answer your question I yeah can actually help like, you know you know some big words i can yes, get you back yeah, <laughs> looking yes. cool I'm like, yeah, you're a femur. Do you know where that is? Let me show you. So like literally I was like, I knew the answers to the questions yeah, yeah, and I felt like really good. Um, and then I started to get a sense like I actually do like this. Like when people ask me like questions or they whatever, uh, I I feel good. I want yeah. to like continue to do yeah, it. Yeah. Um, and then one thing too, there was a lady who was, would take the Zumba classes and this Zumba wasn't at the gym. It was like a separate studio. And I told her, oh, you should do this and this and this and this. And because we had just learned about it in class. So it was fresh in my mind. And then she came back and she's like, oh, I did the stretches and my legs feel so good and this. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's like awesome. See, like, I think I need to do more of this. <laughs> yeah. um, and then that kind of pushed me to be like into the personal training um, aspect of it. But I did not have it planned. I just started to like do things and like people would come to me and I would answer the questions and then I was like, Oh, this is really fun. Like, I like how the feeling I get, like, I feel accomplished. Like, Oh, I helped them out. I want to like, you know, help my, who needs help? You need help. What questions do you have? I want to help you like that type of stuff. No, so that's so yeah. good. Yeah. I, I had a little bit of that working at a, the PT clinic. I worked like as a PT tech, they call it uh-huh. like for a year. So I did like manuals, massage, the yeah. stretching and mm-hmm. like, 
it's so rewarding like and like it's addicting it feels like it it is addicting like you just want to like help but then also it's bad too where there's like some people who well they're because they're coming because they're injured and like sometimes they don't even want to be there so it's like they're not motivated and Mm -hmm. it's like i get you i get you it's hard yeah it's difficult yeah i feel like the gym the gym portion like the first gym i worked at it was more difficult now or then than it is now um, but definitely trying to get people motivated and like wanting to show up and you know do the workouts things like that that's always hard it's yeah always a struggle. so okay did you become a, a trainer first before you started the business or was that yeah so i then applied i went back to 24 um even though like i had a little bit of an ego and i was like they didn't hire me for zumba why do i want to go back there but i was like no i'm gonna do it because you know I have to just swallow my pride. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. go and try to see if I can talk to the guy. Because um, he was really nice to me and I always Was liked, it the same you know? dude? It was the same dude, oh yeah. My God. He was there. And so I told him, <laughs> I said, hey, I know I didn't get hired for Zumba, but can I be considered for like a PT position? I filled out my resume and I did nothing electronic. Like I literally went in and I took my resume to him and I said like, oh, I have my resume. Um, and so he was like, okay, I'll take it. And then we'll see if we can give you a call back. And I said, okay. And I kind of just like waited. Um, and then he did. He was like, oh, we have a spot open. And so come in for an interview and bring all of this stuff and make sure you're certified um, and whatnot. And I said, okay. So I came in and I went for an interview. Um, and at the time at the gym, I was intimidated because there were no female trainers. There were four male trainers. And so at the time I was like, okay, I'm kind of scared because... Yeah. Like the dynamic is weird. Was this after you got your degree or before you're still going to school? I was in the middle of it. So I had just gotten um, certified. And okay. so I did my certification, but I had no degree yet. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, this is going to be like a little bit scary. I don't know what to expect. Um, but I ended up getting hired. And then luckily another girl came on after me. So I was like, okay, uh, it's a not going to be. more comfortable. Yes. Yeah, so I was like, it's not going to be too weird. I'll have like another coworker there. Um, so it wasn't like, you know, too bad. But the difference between like male trainers and female trainers is very yeah talk about that what's the difference i honestly when i was at the gym it was like difficult for me to not in a bad way but some of the male trainers they have like the flirtatious vibes um and you can kind of see their connection with like other like female clients um i i don't have that ability so most of the people I were tra- was training were women. Still now, you see, I only train women. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did have some male clients in the beginning to kind of like build it up, mm-hmm. but I did not have that like um, swagger. I wasn't like, so we what we're gonna buy some sessions or what? Like I. Oh, I so it not. is. It's like it's like a part of it, right? Yes, like, it's a part of it. To it really tr- is. You have huh? to market yourself and your like personality, and you have to be able to be like you know talkative. And I would be like, some be like, I don't want sessions. And I'm like, okay. Like, it's okay. See you later. Like, I was not the type of person to be like, are you sure? Like, come on. Like, I could not do that. It was very strange. Um, And my boss would be like, you need to be more assertive. Like, when they say no, you have to have a a way to, like, tell them to say yes. Yeah, like like a rebuttal. Yes, like that TikTok that's like, make them say yes. (laughs) Bro, I can't. I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know what to tell them. Um, So I would literally just, like, lose sales because I was not, like, confident in that. I wasn't able to be like, well... You know, so what are we doing? Are you gonna buy sessions? Are you gonna do this? I it was hard. It was very difficult for me. Yeah, because you're just you're just trying to like you just love it for the the love of the game. Like you're not you're not into like 
sales and like but it's good experience right like getting that and getting rejected and like yes yes yes, of course yeah that was like good to see like when people are like no it's okay then i'd be like okay and i would reflect and be like what could i do like better next time to where i don't have to get a no because i didn't want to have to like sell but i just didn't want to have people like say no if that makes sense so i'm like if i could make people say yes and like you know show them the benefits and not have to make them say no for me to keep having to like, you know, rebuttal, um, then that would be perfect. So that's what I worked on. I worked on like the like first portion of it, like taking them up to the gym, the end, showing yeah. them my knowledge, letting them know like, yeah, I'm going to have a degree, but I've taken these classes, um, building a connection. And then that's when I was like, do not give me any more male HFCs, I own, which is a consultation. Mm. And I said, only give me females. Cause I could connect. I could say like, yeah, I've been there. I've done this, 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 this. And like, we could be, you know, like good partnership. So then when it would come down to like, oh, are we going to train? They'd be like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to train. And then I'd be like, oh, okay, cool. I don't have to like sell. I don't have yeah, to. Yeah, like, no, that is the best way of sales. And if anyone tells you different, like, cause at the end of the day, they want you to do, they were pushy because they want to get obviously paid yeah, more. Yeah, they want the money. Yeah. yeah. But no, I think that's the best way. And, and I mean, being, I've been in sales for a couple of years now and I've learned that it, the whole key is like, you just want your, the, whoever you're talking to, to understand yes. what the process is. Yes. And then once they understand that, then, then they can make the decision if it makes sense yes, or if yeah. it doesn't. Mm-hmm. But some people right away, just because, you know, naturally and us too, yeah. I'm sure like, yeah. when someone comes to talk to you, like, I don't want to talk to nobody. Like, no, I don't want like, but then yeah. if I really understood like, no, dude, like in six weeks, 12 weeks, like my whole life my body's going to be completely different. Yeah. Like, and you have to really show like the value up front. So that helped me. Cause I was able to work on that, like show value, build value, show them like, you know, what the future would be like if they were able to start now, things like that. Like I'm that just curious. Really what's the, what does the pay structure look like at like a corporate place? Like, like a 24, like, is it, it's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. So you get paid per session, which I think at the time that I was working there, it was about $15 a session. And then if you sell a package, you only get 30% commission. So you get paid for the session that you do, which is at the time, I believe it was $15, a session. $15, one session, How- 15. Yes. Yeah. So if you're on the clock for an hour, you get paid that $15 for that hour. Cause you get paid just like you're an employee. And then you get commission, but it's only 30%. So in order to like actually add a corporate gym to make money, you have to be like selling, selling, selling. You have to sell packages every single day. Even if you're like scheduled to cannot accommodate that many people, which is another reason why I didn't really like working for 24 um, was because there was a time that I was selling a lot. Um, and I got like awards and like the newbie award and all of that wow. stuff. Yeah. yeah a rookie of the month and stuff. But then I was like, I had like an icky feeling cause I was like, Oh shoot. I just sold all of these packages to these people thinking like built their value and their image that I'm going to be training them. Yeah. And then I don't have the availability because I was just doing it. Overbooked. Because my, yes. Because my bosses were like, sell, sell, yeah, sell. that's how they are. They're just like, sell, get them to sign and we'll figure out the rest later. Yes. Hopefully it works out. We don't really care. Yeah. We don't really care. Yeah. Which is the part that I was like, that is like the worst because yeah. you meet people and then they're like, oh yeah, they have this image. Like she's going to be my trainer. We're going to do this or whatever. And then once I'm like, oh, I sold the package or whatnot. And then they're like, oh yeah, you know what? You're actually going to be with uh, Jeff today. Like just your trainer. It would be like dished off to someone else. 
So that's when it also became like a problem for me. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. I'm sure that, 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 cause my first job was like that too. It caused yeah. a lot of like mental stress. Yes, I, yeah. I'm sure you were like, cause you have this disconnect of like, you want to help these people out. But at the end of the day, like when you're selling it, like you just feel kind of weird. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, cause it's yeah. like, you don't know if it, you can come through with what you're telling with them. What I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. And I did try to change like what I would say to people because I didn't want it, them to think that I was like lying to them. Um, but it was really difficult. Like it was super difficult for me to do. Um, and there was just a time where like me and my ex boss, um, we're just going to say he might see this. Okay. Um, he literally like embarrassed me in front of everybody. And he, cause I stopped focusing on sales for a while. And I said, I have good clientele. I know I need to make commission if I really want to make money for myself. Oh, so you don't have to. You don't have to. Your boss will set like a goal for you. They'll be like, okay, based on this performance, you're gonna like, you know, or your goal will be this, but you won't get fired if you don't sell, if that makes sense. So my schedule was booked. Like in anybody's image, you would be like, oh, she's doing really well. She has clients like work six hours. We did split shifts. Mm -hmm. So I would work in the morning have the middle of my day off and then come back at night and finish off with clients. Um, and I had a good set of clients. I was working split shifts four and four hours. So I still had a full eight hour day. Um, and I worked Monday through Thursday with Fridays off cause I had school and yeah. stuff. So my schedule was really good at the time. Um, but when the new boss came in, he was like, yeah, your schedule's great, but we need more money and we're not getting any money off of you. So you need to sell because we're not really getting any money yeah. from, your, from your clients so and i had a conversation with him and i said i don't want to sell right now because i can't take these clients in um so yeah well, know, yeah well, there's, the there's physically no time you know if, yes. if, if you had people dropping off and you need to replace them then yes, you know, yes, that yes. makes sense but yes and then he so weird man. yeah and he's like well if you dilly dally with your clients he didn't say that but he was talking about how i was with my clients and he's like you can get more people in and I was like, no, because I love my clients and they love me. And the reason why they stay with me is because of my like personality and how I train them, like my, you know, how I am. And so I quit was, literally the next day. Oh yeah. That's what I was going to ask you. Was that the first kind of thought of like, okay, I need to, I need to do this on my own. Uh, in the beginning I wasn't, I was like, oh, I'm going to stick it out. Everybody has like issues at work. Everybody has issues at work. It's going to be fine. Like I'll figure it out. But when that happened, we were in a team meeting and he said it in front of everybody. And I was like, because now it's attacking how I am. Wait, it was a, it with was other a, people there too? Yes. And I was like so embarrassed. And I'm young still. I'm like 21, 22. I'm still in college. And, like, you're, and you're killing it. Yeah. And so I was like, oh my gosh. And so I didn't know what to do. So I was embarrassed. So of course I go home and I tell my family, like, I'm going to quit my job tomorrow. And my dad's like, what? You just bought a G I'm not helping you. I'm not going to pay. And I'm like, okay, like I'll figure it out. Um, and I quit cause I was so embarrassed and I was like, there's no way I could come back and like put a smile on my face. Like I'm going to be yeah. miserable. Um, but I did do two weeks. I gave a two week notice. I wrote a letter and I still was like, you know, kept the business, kept it business. I didn't take my clients. All I said was I'm leaving the gym. I didn't say come with me. I had nowhere to go. So there was no way I could even take my clients yeah. anywhere. Um, but yeah, I quit the gym and I was like, I gotta go. And I didn't even think that I was going to continue like, you know, doing 
personal training because like i said i had no money to pay like a, to get a space yeah. i had nowhere to train i didn't have equipment I had nothing. Did you, was, did you, does this after you got the degree or still in school? Still, I still have. Oh my gosh, like, that's scary. Yeah. And I had, I think at this point I'm like 21, 22. So one more year. Um, and I was just telling my sister in the car, I was like, dude, I applied to like 40 plus jobs when I quit the gym and I got like zero calls. What? Back. Yes. I even, I was telling her, I was like, I even applied to another Zumba place at the time and I didn't get any calls back. And looking back now, I'm like, it was just meant to be oh, yeah. like, that path was not meant for me um but it lit a fire under my ass because i was like okay i'm broke and i need to pay for this stuff so what are we gonna do so i was like dad can i convert the garage into a gym and then that's when the business started (laughs) oh wow what a cool i had no idea that okay Uh but that that it you needed that 24-hour experience to get you know to get your experience in and then learn that that wasn't like the and route for you yes yeah i want to know like give me the details on like what was the step so you you converted the garage but like what are you what are you doing you're just out there like you know hey i do training (laughs) like please somebody honestly i know somebody anybody walking down the street (laughs) like you look out of shape getting over yeah let's go (laughs) um no i so when i was leaving the gym um i had a lot of clients and they're like where are you going i had one client too who was like what's going on why are you leaving and because they knew that I loved like doing what I did and they knew I loved them. They knew that I had no issues with anything else. And one of my clients, she was um, very intuitive. And she said, what did they do to you? Who said something to you? Who did? That? And I said, nothing. And I, I wasn't going. I was very scared because obviously at the time you're young, you're oh scared gosh, that someone's yeah. going to come after you or like yeah. hit you with the you're going to be sued or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I feel And that. so I said, honestly, <laughs> nothing. I just feel like it, I need to grow a little bit. We need to move on. And then she said she saw my boss going up and he said, oh, hi, how are you doing to my client? And she went, are you the reason why she's leaving? And I was like, oh, oh my gosh. God. And a uh, shout out to, I'm going to say her name, Vicky, because she's still my client to this day. Let's go, dude. Um, That's a day yes. one. Like She was legit like, are you the reason? And I just, I had my clipboard and I was like, I still have a week here. Be quiet. I'm going to like, I'm scared. So then we went down. Um, and then when my other clients got like wind of like me leaving, when I finally saw them, um, of course the questions, where are you going? Are you going to another gym? Like, what are you, what are you doing? And so I told him, I was like, I don't have anywhere to train. I don't have any equipment, so I'll figure it out. And if I do end up going back to training, I'll let you know. Like, we'll be in contact. Um, And then I had one angel client who is still my client today. Shout out to Rachel. She said, I have gym equipment. Come train me at my house. And I said, oh, okay, cool. So she was the only client I had for like half a year. And then I got another client from social media. And I drove all the way from uh, Hassan Heights to Temple City because wow. that was the two clients I had. And so I was making house calls for like a year because I had nowhere to train. I didn't have any clients. So whatever clients like, you know, contacted me, I'm like, um, I have equipment that I could take to your house. Like, I can Dang, so house. you're like living in your car pretty much, right? Yes, How much driving a, to Fullerton? Yes, uh, literally. Going, oh my yes, god! Yes, going to Hassan Heights and then going back to Temple City, coming back to Hassan Heights, and then I bought dumbbells and I literally had like sixty pounds of equipment on my back going into people's houses because I had nowhere to train. Um, but I was like, no, this is gonna build rapport. Yeah. And I'm gonna get like you know things. 
And then that's when the home gym came. And I was like, can I please like convert the garage? And my dad was like, yeah. Shout out to mom and dad because they let me turn their freaking garage into a home gym. Um, but they're the real ones. But yeah. And even then, I had old equipment. I didn't have money to buy new equipment. Um, my sister lent me 400 bucks to buy like weights off of Amazon. Um, and my dad had some old stuff from the 80s. Like literally equipment stuff from the 80s. And I was like, like, like Rocky trained with this stuff. Yes, literally. I'm like, oh my gosh, it was all rusted, everything. And I was like, we're going to make it work because I don't have money to like do anything else. And then once my clients um, that follow me on social media saw like, oh, she has a place now. Because obviously I can't train everybody at their houses. They don't have. So are you, stuff. are you posting your workouts with these clients? Yes. Now I am. Yeah, now I am. And so people slowly were seeing. And then once my clients who I had at the gym saw that I had a place now, they were like, Oh, are you open? Like, can I, you know, train with you? And I'm not going to lie. You do have insecurities like working from home. So I was like, yes. Um, but I do train from my garage. Are you okay with that? Like I need to double check. And they're like, Oh yeah, for sure. Um, and I, had doubts I was like oh my gosh people are gonna come to the garage and it's gonna be all messed up and like uh, but we made it work we made it work it was fine oh man that's oh what a story yeah but that just shows like that's a lot of lessons for any of you out there like you don't need to get thousands of dollars of equipment you don't even need a spot yes yes like just yeah figure out a way right and that's what you know that's just what you had in front of you right you just had clients who really liked you and but that's so cool how it started from, I mean, it, it just goes to show you like how much you loved it and how good you were too, that they would like hit you up extra advocate for you against like the management yeah. and like, mm-hmm. dang. It's true. It's true. My so, clients too, I had some that like still had sessions at the gym um, and they were like, it's fine. Just let the sessions expire. And I was like, that's loyalty. I love that. And like their loyalty built that characteristic like in me like now i'm super loyal to my clients like my clients well, yeah. are so loyal that like it built that in me and i'm like now i am like that's a good loyal. motivating factor because it's there's sometimes where you don't want to you don't you don't want to go to work and stuff but it like when you got somebody like texting you like hey like yes, I, I got yeah. are we gonna work out today I was yes, like doesn't yes. matter what it's like okay yeah so that yes, that go. accountability thing that probably helped a lot right from yeah. you know getting a lot of yeah. Either pressure, but you know, it's a good pressure, I would say, right, yes, from your yeah. clients. Good pressure, yeah, good pressure. Mm-hmm. Oh cool. man! And, and so, how do you even figure out like pricing? Like, what do you? Because you, you don't know. Are you just copying the twenty-four model, or like? I did. So I still have the twenty-four <laughs> model. That's amazing. Um, I copied it, but because obviously I adjusted the prices because I work from home and you know things like that. Um, it's grown since. Obviously, there oh, have yeah. been price yeah, increases. Yeah. But I did copy their model of like. Uh, session packages and like the breakdown i just put my own like numbers and stuff in there but their breakdown i still copied that from there um but yeah i think i needed to start at 24 so no, i know you all definitely this knowledge first and then, no because that's that yeah. sounds like you needed this because kelsey fullerton is not teaching you about no that sales or business or anything like that you'll get yeah. the knowledge of like you know the, the, the gastric nemius and the yeah and the hip flexors and yeah. all that but and how to build muscle and whatnot but if you have no clients you can't really use that information so, so yeah. okay and then the next next like thing that i was curious about like when you started building your your brand and and through social media so like mm-hmm. what gave you the idea to start filming it because that's I'm sure there are trainers out there that just do the personal training, but you know, they, they kind of disregard the social media aspect yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. Like, 
did you always like posting before you started doing the gym or was that just like a newer thing that you just wanted to try and you thought it was fun? Like yeah. what was your take on that? Um, well, we started with YouTube and we had a series. She was my first person in the series and it was called hey. um, Getting Fit With My Fam. <laughs> and she was the first one and we filmed a whole YouTube series. And so, and we've always been like, she was really into like makeup and stuff. So we always were into filming ourselves, like all of that stuff. Thanks to our dad. Our dad was like, you guys should do this. It'll get like a hundred hits on YouTube. And we're like, um, no dad, I don't know if that would work, but I guess we'll try it. Um, so my dad was the one who was like telling us to record and say, oh, you should really, yes, he was so into YouTube and like. YouTube was big, but no, 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 like, not that big during our yeah. college years. It was, eh. it wasn't, it wasn't. And he would be like, it'll get a hundred like hits. Like you should do this. Look, you, you should do that. And you like record it. <laughs> he's like, he's acting like a professional. Literally. And he was like, now that I look back, I'm like, I should have done everything that my dad suggested we record. And he's like, oh, you should record yourself cleaning the garage. Like, like making it the dude, gym. what was he watching? How does he know this stuff? I don't know. And he's all, he's like on TikTok now. Like he literally oh, is on TikTok. Oh, so he's, hey, we gotta, you gotta start hitting up because he, he knows the next waves. He literally, he's like doing all the stuff. And then, um, so he was like, you should film this. You should film that. And I would be like, no, like, I don't know why it didn't appeal to me. But then some of the stuff he would tell us to record. I'm like, okay, like we'll yeah. record it. So we started that series on YouTube and YouTube wasn't really a thing. People no. weren't really posting on it. Um, so I would have to post like, guys, I posted a YouTube video and I would put the link. Um, but of course, like it didn't get a lot of views. Um, so we did YouTube for a while and then I did make workout videos when I still worked at 24 mm -hmm. at 24 and I put those on YouTube and those did okay. Um, and I did get some followers from YouTube on my um, page, my Instagram page, but I only had one at the time. So was this... Because you're still like that, like at that example, right? You're still yeah. at 24. You're yeah. posting it. Is this, are you, is your goal, do you have any goal in mind? Or are you just kind of doing it for fun? Or are you like, are you thinking of maybe down the line, you're going to have these clients? Like what, what yeah. were your thoughts on just that? Just for fun. Oh, wow. There was no, I was not trying to be an influencer. I was not trying to. Yeah. Cause it wasn't really a thing. So no, yeah, it wasn't a thing. I was just like, oh, this is for fun. I want to show people my workouts. Um, and I want to do like this and this, but it wasn't with the goal of like being an influencer. I didn't even think, oh, this is going to get me more clients. I didn't even think like a business perspective. I just thought like, oh, this is cool. Like if it blows up, it blows up. If it doesn't, it's okay. Yeah. Like it's not a big deal. Um, so I did not go into social media with that like intention at all. Um, until like, I guess the pandemic and then that's when it shifted a little bit. Um, and even then I had a wake up call too, cause I was following trends and stuff. And obviously there's cool trends that people do cause I do the trends still. Yeah. Um, but I would always like post videos and like nothing would stick. I would get like two views, one view. I would post videos every single, like almost every day, nothing. And I'd be like, dude, I'm giving up TikTok. I'm not doing TikTok anymore. Like we're not going to even be on there. Um, and my sister would be like, you never know. Just keep posting, like post your workouts and it'd be like, why? Like, no one sees them. And I don't care. Like, it's not like, you know. Um, and then I realized that it's because I was posting things that, like, people, I thought people wanted to see. I'm yeah. like, oh, for sure. Like, they want to see this. Someone's going to watch this video and like it and share it. Um, and then I posted a video of me dancing around, like, being myself. And it went viral. Oh my gosh, of course. So that just goes, yeah, because sometimes you, I feel like you can get kind of stuck in that like hamster wheel or in that yes. social media sphere if you're yes. too involved in it, that uh -huh. sometimes you need to like 
take a step back and like yes, yeah. just do it for what you wanted to do. Do your little family series yes, or, yeah. you know, do make it chill. Want. Yes. Yeah. And so that went viral and it was literally a partner workout with me and my sister and it went viral and the comments weren't even about the video and the workouts. They were like, love your vibes. This is so funny. Like you guys like look cool sister, like stuff like that. So I was like, yeah, they, they're watching the workout. They're going to save it for later, but they're liking the video because of how like, I'm how I am and like what I'm doing is like my personality. So then I totally shifted and I started doing voiceovers and like talking like, Hey guys, welcome, welcome back, blah, blah, all this stuff. And it was me like actually just being myself. Yeah. And I was like, see, like I needed to take a step back cause I was just doing what people thought or I was doing what I thought people wanted. Yeah. Like the serious, what, like, what things. works on, you know, what works for other creators. Yeah. Which is great. Cause sometimes it does work. And if you follow like all of the stuff, people will like and like it'll get big. But for my brand specifically at the time, people, I think people wanted like the funniness and like, you know. Just, show, just show who you are. Yes. Yeah. So but that's that cool. I, I like that you tried at least try everything. Right. And then yes, see if yes. what sticks and what's not. I'm sure yeah. you can incorporate some of the stuff that works now into your real personality. Yes, and is, that's yeah. probably like the perfect the nice concoction yes. formula. Because yes, yes, yes. you still do the trends, but you make it to your own, like your own niche and your own thing. Cause yeah. I still do the trends all the time, but yeah. All right. So we talked about your start with 24, then you started the business little by little. Now I want to ask about your social media game. Cause I think your social media game is fire. Like the consistency, you got a, an aesthetic about your accounts. Like, I think it's like a goal that you know, I would want something like that for the podcast. Like, so I'm going to be selfish and ask a bunch of questions <laughs> on that. Like what, what kind of things did you, have you learned along the way? I know you kind of talked about like that balance between, you know, trying to fit or doing trends versus doing personal stuff. Um, but is there any like specific things that you found out that really hit, like whether it's posting at certain times or doing daily versus not doing daily? Like, is there anything that, that comes to mind when you think of that? Yeah, so um, I will say one disclaimer. Some of the like actual like when to post, all of that stuff, not necessarily the content, but like when to post certain things, like how to get more people to your page. Uh, my sister helped me because she's a social media manager. What? So she did. Shout out to Devin. See, there's so many people that I need at Red by Devin. Yeah, she. Wow, shout her out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So she did tell me like the little like things when to post. Um, but yeah, what works? Like I was saying. Um, she was like, this is trending, do this, do that. And I'm like, no, like my sister knows, like, I'm like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I'm lazy and I don't want to do this. And that's a lot of work. And like the social media thing was very hard for me in the beginning. Um, like I was saying, I would post what I wanted and it was fun. And I'm like, who cares if it gets views, it gets views. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Um, and it was very difficult for me to like, want to do it. Um, especially because I was like, I didn't see it as a way to get clients or a way to be yeah, you know, an influencer. For fun. Just for fun. Um, but what, like I said, what really helped is you doing some trendy stuff, like the little tiny trends, but mostly being like myself posting still what I wanted. And I feel like what I wanted to post stuck better with my specific audience. Um, because they were like, Oh, like, you know, this is cool. You're funny. Like more voiceovers. Or like your jokes are funny. I feel like voiceovers are a thing. Like they like people... they're a thing. Yes, and I that's why I feel like in the beginning, back when the pandemic started, and I would do voiceovers, people were like, "Oh, this is funny," because like TikTok used to be, what was it, Musically, 
where oh, people yeah. would just lip sync to songs on the video. They'd be like doing their stuff. And I didn't do that. So I feel like when people, obviously I'm not the first person to do a voiceover, but it wasn't really big yet. Wait, explain still, to me. I'm, I'm, I'm like a, I don't know anything about this stuff. Voiceover is what, like, what, what is that? So I would record myself like doing like a workout or whatever. And then I would literally talk to the people. Oh, I would be like, Hey okay. guys, like we're going to do this today. And these really hurt. So you're going to do this. And then also this and this and this. And also guys, don't be afraid to do this, this and whatever. So I would actually like talk to them while sense. they're watching yeah. the workout. Um, and I feel like that really like stuck with them. Um, especially when I work with brands, the voiceovers are what like, you know, they ask me for or what I do for them. Um, because people like, like to see it visually, but they also connect with the person who's talking to them on like in the video. Yeah. So they like, like that. Um, but what really stuck was that and it really getting out of my, like, cause there were, were times when I'm like, Oh, this is embarrassing. Like I would be recording and I would say like, that's funny of me. Cause that's me just being me. But then I'd be scared to be like, Oh, I'm going to post. What are people going to think about yes, this? Like they're going to be like, dude, why is she posting that? And I would be like, Oh, I want to post it. Cause it's funny to me. Cause I think I'm funny. I think everybody thinks they're funny. Right. Yeah. So I'd be like, and I show my sister be like, is this funny? They'd be like, yeah, it's hilarious. And I'm like, no, no one's going to think it's hilarious. I should not post that. Like I don't want to post it. Um, and then that's another thing that I would say like a tip is who cares? literally just post it you can't please everybody anyway so someone's gonna like it someone's gonna not no matter what you post so might as well post what you want and what you think is funny because most of the time there's so many other people who also think it's funny because they have similar like you know yeah and and by not posting you're preventing that person to be entertainer like that video right right yeah and have them share with other people and you know things like that because you see it all the time like something very niche and very strange and like, I see like, there's this guy who literally just makes faces at the camera and he's like singing songs and he goes, wow, like at the end of his videos yeah. and we think it's hilarious. <laughs> and I send her videos all the time and I'm like, dude, this is hilarious. And of course people are in the comments like, this is not funny, but then there's for some people, a million dude, likes it hits, and yeah. I'm like, bro, a million people think it's funny. So that would be like another thing too, that I would say is like post whatever you want. Like, don't worry about what's trending. Don't worry about if you're embarrassed because there's going to be people out there who like the content either way. And those are the people you want. Anyway, you want the people who think it's funny, who like it. Yeah. You don't want the obviously people who don't like it. You want the oh, yeah. supporters. But I think so. a good thing too, that you kind of brought up too, is that you have your sisters too, to like actually yeah. like give you again, the positive reinforcement to post it. Yes. But also I'm sure she tells you like, the hell is this yeah, no <laughs> yeah yes she's like mm, maybe you should do this instead and most of the time i'm like no i'm gonna post it that's the thing about me too is even if they give me feedback i'm not good at constructive criticism um sometimes i take it and sometimes i'm like no what the fuck like i'm gonna post Dude, this I myself i'm the same way with that yeah. stuff like i get like i get hurt i'm like i don't because it's like are you you're like, attacking are you, are you you're attacking me yeah. Like, is this, is the whole thing just a sham? Like, yeah. you know, like, I don't know what I'm doing, but then uh, for me, at least like a couple of days later, it, then I start to think and reflect. I'm like, okay, I can kind of see how that makes sense. But yes, yeah. no, dude, that's how I am tough, too. Man. Yeah, no, that's how I am too. I'm just like, no, I had this idea in my mind and I already filmed it. So therefore I'm going to post it. Um, and obviously like my sister too, she has the knowledge of it. And I always override her. I'm like, no, sorry, I'm not going to post it like that. And she's like, okay, do whatever you want. Um, so that's like in me too. Sometimes I'm just like, nah, I'm going to do it. Have you ever got like 
backlash because you've been in the game for a while so yeah. like have you ever got that or bad messages or comments of just like yes i get i still to this day get comments um before it would bother me a lot i would be like i'm quitting social media i can't take it this is why i can't be famous because i can't take the heat like stuff like that um and it was always like the first hate comment i got the first hate comment was someone on my video called me chubby and i was like oh my god that hurts that hurts because i think i'm so fit and someone called me chubby but i was like okay whatever like we're gonna get past it um and i did delete that comment i was like we're not leaving that comment i'm deleting it because yeah. my social media i could delete it if yeah. i want to yeah. so i deleted it um and then another comment which some of them are super funny because they're super random but i had just bought weights and i was lifting i was deadlifting, and someone was like those are fake weights and there's no way that a girl that short can lift that much weight. And I was like, guys, I promise you, social media is not my only job. I literally have clients in person who come and lift these weights. Like, I'm not lying. What the heck? Those are just funny, though. Those yeah. are, like, hilarious comments. But it's just, like, because at the end of the day, like, you know, this is someone that's, like, you know, either walking around in their kitchen just, like, real quick. Yes. Just like, they, they think nothing yes. of it. And yes. it's, like, dude, if you only knew on the other side of, like, getting who this, is it's, like, there? dude, yes. come I'm on. reading it. I read all of it, okay? I have a long time on my hands. Um, but yes, I like see a lot of like those comments. Um, other comments too, I feel like uh, there's a lot of, like I don't respond to any of those types of comments. The comments I do respond to, and you could probably go back and like see them, is when people like try to refute information. So they'll say like, oh, this is wrong. And I'm like, actually, it's not. And I can prove it. And there's Google. Like you could literally go on Google and see it. Um, those comments I will like respond with because now it has to do with like knowledge and that's my brand is like educating people yeah. um, or showing them like the right from wrong or what they can do f instead of this, things like that. Um, but all the other ones attacking me in the beginning, I'd be like, oh God, I'm wounded. But at, after like maybe, I don't know, six months, I'm like, yeah, I'm chubby. I don't care. Someone was like, you could at least do your hair for a video. And I'm like, oh no, thank you. Gosh, I don't want dude. to. People are so weird. I'm like, man. I'm literally working out. Leave me alone. Like, but little comments like that, they do not like, it doesn't penetrate me at all anymore. But in oh, the beginning, so because it's new and you don't expect that, you expect like, oh, like this is going to be a, a nice little cute video. You expect people to like, you know, put nice stuff. Um, but yeah, the mean comments now, I hardly get any because I've built my following to where it's people who like my content mm -hmm. and you get those one-off strays that just happen to stumble upon your content and will be like, this workout wasn't even hard. And I'm like, okay, like, it's okay. Like you could try another one. I'll make it a little bit harder next time. So it sounds like you, like, I think that's very smart of you. Cause I listen to a lot of business type podcasts and read books on it. But mm -hmm. like, I really love that your brand and company is, uh, very catered to a specific type of audience. Like mm -hmm. you're, you know, where did you get the idea to do that? Or yeah. was it just naturally of just, and, and then also tell me what, it is like your your goal is to because um, I know a lot of it is with empowering women, right? Yeah. <laughs> but what what uh yeah, just give me like what the what what that stands for yeah. for you and and why you you chose that route. So I feel like in the beginning, everything since I only trained women and I started my social media during the pandemic and my business had already been open. I was already training a lot of people at this time when I started on TikTok because the TikTok is when it blew up and I got like over 100,000 followers on oh, that platform. Um, so for that particularly, I feel like 
the people who followed me and stayed around, they were mostly women because I did cater to them because I would do everything. I would do workouts like, oh, you should like these are the pants I wear. Or if you want something like a high impact sports bra, these are the bras that I wear, things like that. So it was mostly catered to women like right off the bat. Um, But also I would like when I would make content, I would think like, oh, my clients wanted me to post a hit workout. It was literally like my clients saying, you should post this. Like, do you have any workouts online that I could follow? And I'd be like, I don't, but I will. And I'll post them for you. Um, And then that's when I would post on TikTok with my clients in mind, because that's what they would tell me they wanted. So I think that um, helped build my niche because it was everything in person. It was my business, my physical business that then translated into social media. And I was like, okay, I need to start making videos because my clients want to see them. Um, And then more people were following because they, you know, that is so smart. I think that's like a key thing that everyone can get from because just think about it, right? If you hadn't had a community or clients already, Mm -hmm. like you have to draw from a blank late yeah. like okay uh i'm gonna make a workout you don't really know who it's catering for yeah you didn't even and it sounds like you didn't even have the plan too to just do this type of Mm-mm. you know have this type of clientele yeah but it just kind of worked really organically right and yes, it's just yeah. grown bigger but still a specific niche which is like mm-hmm. really good yeah I, I think it probably makes it easier too for um like just ac- acquiring more business and yes and yeah. it's the type of client that you actually like and they like you yes, right yes yeah before like i said i did train um uh guys before every client that i had before at the gym my first like five clients that i had were all dudes they were all guys um and i like still to this day i remember them because they were super chill they were really nice yeah um i had a client named david he literally saw my profile and he was like, she is the only one with education. I want her to be my trainer. So he was like the first person to actually pick me. Um, and then there was another guy named Jonathan. He was so cool. He was like in high school and he was like, oh, I want to be a swimmer. Can you help me? And I'm like, yes, I can. So they were all guys in the beginning. Yeah. Um, and then when I transitioned and I started doing my own thing, my female clients were the ones that I felt comfortable with like training at home. Mm -hmm. So of course it then switched into mostly female. And then I was like, Oh, I like these vibes. Like all like female classes, even like the classes too, that I teach now. Um, they're all female and everybody is like, they're competitive, but they're also supportive. And I was like, dang, this is cool. Like, I really like this. Cause I used to do boot camps with both. Um, and all of the guys are very quiet and, you know, some of the guys I went to school with actually came to one of my boot camps. What? Yes. And I wow. was like, oh my gosh, God, I was so happy. That's like, like, that's the best. Yes. You know? I was so happy. Like when I saw them coming up, I was like, dang, someone from high school is actually here, like at my boot camp. That's... This is so cool. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. It was super cool. Um, and they're quiet and they still like do well, but the girls are like, yeah, let's work out in the rain. Let's do, <laughs> oh it's porn. let's do this. Can we do this? Where would you guys do like, your workouts at? We used to do them at the Los Robles Park. That's oh, where nice. Yeah, uh, or like on the basketball courts? Yeah, on the basketball oh, courts. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> and so it would it's rain. It's a good spot. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good spot. And when it would rain, I'd be like, dang it, I have to cancel like the boot camp. And then my clients would be like, no, we're working out in the rain. Let's go. Like, we could be Avengers and <laughs> we're like, do this. Oh, no. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. Let's just do it. Like, in the pouring rain. So that's how I was like, you know what? I like these vibes. So like, you know. And obviously, I'm a girl too. So I'm like, I could definitely relate. So it's easier for me. Because obviously, mm. like, you know, we have issues. We have problems. We have this. We're like, you know, everybody does too. Yeah. Um, but obviously, when you're talking to another girl it's more comfortable. Yeah. And you, know, you get the like, exact kind of support and you know, yes. you know, 
Yeah. So it's the, a good the camaraderie there too. Yeah. A good relationship. So, okay. Yeah. Tell me about, cause I, you're, you're changing lives out here, right? So like, what's the, like, what's the feelings that you get, you know, when you actually see people making progress or like telling you like what, what, um, yeah. What, what, is there any like crazy stories that you have of like from, from people going from, you know, really out of shape to getting in shape or, mm-hmm. you know, what, what sticks out to you on that? Um, I always talk about this one client. So she came in, she had eight kids and she literally, even with all of the setbacks in her life, like she would always come in and get her workouts in. Um, she was the first person that I would use as an example when my clients would be like, I can't come because of this. I'm like, this person has eight kids. You can get here. Hurry up. Like we can do this. Get in for 30 minutes at least. Um, that was one of like my like craziest clients, I would say like lifestyle wise. Um, but I do have like newer clients now. Like I have a client who recently lost a lot of weight. Um, she's like building like super, super, uh, wow with like muscle. She's super, uh, committed and it like blows my mind. Cause she's also like a single mom and she comes in almost every day of the week. She does her sessions. She does her classes. And I like seeing that, like that commitment, especially to my business, Um, it makes me feel good because I'm like, not only are you like losing weight, you're getting healthy, but it's like with me, it's like with my business, it's with my like training, Yeah, it's working It's with my classes, it's with my knowledge and to see that and that she's still committed and wants to come in. Um, and she's like, no, I don't want to have to cancel. That feels good. Cause then I'm like, oh shoot. Like you actually want to come like, this is not just like working out cause it's hard to stay motivated to work out. But when like someone else likes you and they're like, no, she's waiting for me. Like that means a lot because they know, like, I don't want to let her down. That feels good because I'm like, okay, they actually like, they like what I'm doing and they respect what we're doing and they have that mutual like liking to. Um, I think that feels like super good. And all of my clients are like that. All of my clients are like, no, I don't want to miss class. I don't want to have to like cancel or whatnot. Um, and so that feels good. That feels good. And even when they're like, I feel stronger or I went to the gym and I did this and I'm like, good job. When they're they're like like, kind of flexing of like, or like, you know, showing that they like, they're making improvements or, or Or they'll send me pictures and they'll be like, I just did 25 minutes and I'm like, good job. Like, I love that. Like, I love that you are so proud and that I'm the person you want to tell. Like, I love that. Like, you want to check in with me. Yeah, that's like, like, even forget about the business and everything. Like, you just, yes. even just getting that text from anybody's like, yes. cool. So that's such a good thing that it's like, yes. and it's something that you can do in your daily work. So, yes, yeah. So oh, it feels rewarding. That. It feels rewarding. I definitely love it. That's one of the, like, the best things. And I think in the beginning, that's what I liked. Like, when I was at 24, I didn't like, obviously, the management. I didn't like um, the sales or whatnot. But when my clients would be like, oh, yeah, I feel this or oh someone told me i look really good today stuff like that that's when i'm like okay i like this this, this is, is why it. i do it yes i like my clients flexing on people yes. and like literally that's what i like like i like that um or like my clients will post and be like i just did a deadlift and they'll tag me in their stuff and then they'll come and be like dude oh my gosh so many people messaged me and like could not believe i did this and i'm like see i love that i want that for you i want you to be successful and i want people to like recognize your you know growth yeah. i want that like that is like ultimate i love yeah, it Yeah, because you see a person not only change physically but their confidence level yes, right and yes, their yes, mental yes, yes i love it i love it oh i see them getting stronger and everything yeah one thing i want to ask you too is that i see i feel like your content is a little bit different or your your actual business style too because you incorporate lifting 
yeah. heavy lifting sometimes too, mm-hmm. which sometimes like I hear from like my other like friends who are girls, they'll say like, they don't want to do, um, benching or, uh, mm-hmm. you know, doing any kind of heavy lifting cause they don't want to get too buff. Yeah, Can yeah. you speak on that a little bit about that? Is, is that, a <laughs> Are girls gonna get too buff no, from doing weights? No, you're not. You're just gonna speak build a on that a little bit. But okay, um, no, I tell my clients because I so, still sometimes have clients come in like I don't want to get too big or like look manly, and I put them on the spot and I'm like, do I look manly? And they're like, well, you don't. And I'm like, and I lift heavy. Like I literally like lift really heavy. I'm hip thrusting almost 300 pounds. I'm gonna flex really quick. I just like beat my PR on deadlifts. It's not that hey. heavy, okay? It's not that heavy. Still, I did 225, okay? That's um, good. But that's good for me. That's amazing. So, but yeah, you won't get bulky, obviously. Um, and you guys need to lift because as we get older, we start to you know break down, and obviously we need bone density, all that good stuff. Um, but no, yeah. And my clients too. They're like, I want a big butt, and I'm like. Okay, 12 pounds is not going to do that for you, okay? We need to, like... <laughs> Bump this thing up. You hear, the, you hear the weights clanking, dude. Yes, you need to, like, lift heavy. So, yeah, no. But I, I get it. There is that fear because you don't want to be, like, you know, bulky and big. I get it. Um, but that's where, you're, that's where your clinical knowledge or your yes. expertise comes in of, like, look. like, mm-hmm. And I think that's such a powerful thing, especially as I'm seeing, like, my parents get older. Like, yeah. if they're not lifting... Like the mm-hmm. bone density is a real thing. Like just is, getting yeah. up and walking, everything is gets tougher if you're not yes, yeah. working out. So I think you're 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 changing more lives than you even know. Because like, what if those people never started working out and they you know later on down the line, like you know, you're literally increasing years of life. Yeah, that, even like functional stuff. You probably know this, but like functional stuff, like squatting, overhead stuff, like those are things you do in your daily life. And as you get older, they get harder. Um, you're more prone to injury. So even lifting just helps with that because you do all the functional movements like squats, deadlifts, learning how to pick something heavy off the floor without using your back. It's like everyday things that you like do. So I feel like that's like an important thing too. Oh yeah, yeah. no, that's, that's, I love that. That's your, that you go out there and you say that like lift, like that's an important thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. cause I think that could get, get avoided or not talked about sometimes. So yeah. glad, glad, really glad you're addressing that. Yeah. So speak on your business a little bit, right? So is it, is, has it been pretty consistent now? You've been in the game for you know, over six years now. Like, is it pretty consistent? Do you ever have those months where it's like, Oh shoot, I haven't booked anybody. Like, mm-hmm. you know, is it, is, is it up and down consistent? Like, where are you at with that? Yeah. So I always struggle. I'm doing very well, thankfully. Um, I have the most loyal clients ever. I have had clients who have stuck with me since I left the gym. That's insane. Um, and they're very consistent. I have clients who are like, we're coming on our four year anniversary. And I'm like, yeah, we are. That's right. And I always too, like as a goal, as a trainer, you want them to be able to like learn all of these things and then be able to do it on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also don't want my clients to be like one and done. Like I want to lose 20 pounds and then I'm done. And then that's yeah, it. Cause that doesn't solve the actual it. actual issue. So I kind of like changed my mindset to that. Um, but I thank God my, you know, business is pretty stable and I have like my clients to thank. Cause every time, like, let's say I have a spot open, I have a wait list and I'm like, cool, because this person referred this person and you know, I have a wait list for this. And luckily I do have a wait list like for classes and all of that stuff. I don't really have to do like much advertisement, um, because my clients are great and they refer me to people. So even my evening classes, the reason why I started those, 
was because I felt really bad because I was only doing one-on-one sessions mm-hmm. and there were a lot of people who were messaging me saying, oh, can I get in? Like, how just, do you book? just not enough space. And I couldn't. I was like, I can't. I don't have time. I'm only one person and I don't. What a know. good good problem to have though. Yes, it's a good problem to have. Yes, <laughs> yeah. it is. I'm like very lucky. Um, so I said, you know what? I'm going to start a class and I'm going to book 10 people a class. That way, those of you who can't get in for one-on-one sessions, you can come at least for an hour and we can still train together. Um, and my clients too, like, they're like, oh, you should, you know, bring more people. But in my mind, I'm like, no, because 10 is the most that I can actively watch and give you that quality training yeah. still without overloading the class. Um, but yeah, if I could duplicate myself, it would be great. Cause then I could do Yeah. What's your stuff, thoughts on that? But... Like what, for the future, like, are you thinking about maybe adding another trainer on or yeah. are you going to expand or go into a gym? Like what's your, yeah. what's your, like, I don't know. My goal. Yeah. Well, I do have an assistant. So her name is Jen. Shout out to Jen. Shout out. I'm doing all the shout outs. <laughs> shout out, guys. Yeah, dude. Um, she, place to do it. Yeah, she is awesome. She helps me with like my classes um, and I'm kind of her mentor. So we're working on that to kind of help her get ready. So that mm-hmm. way when I do open an independent contracting gym, that's the goal. Um, no one steal my idea. I'm just kidding. But that's the goal. No, that's I can. You've already put in the... I know, right? It's in the universe. The- blood sweat um, and tears into this thing That's- i know but independent contracting gym that way i can help other people because like i said i didn't have a space and it was very expensive and people helped me so i want to make like this goal obtainable for other people so oh um, so that what that means right is just you get the space mm-hmm. put the equipment and then they rent it out to have their own personal wow that's yes, a great yeah. idea so that's what i'm planning to do Um, and then obviously I want it to be low cost so that people could build their business. And because obviously I worked for a corporate gym, it's in my mind that I'm going to be like, this is set in stone. This is how much you pay any other income you make. That is yours. I'm not going to take that from you. That is your business. Uh, this is like the amount that's set in stone for whatnot. Yeah. But yes, the goal is an independent contracting gym, um, and still, you know, be able to have my clients, but eventually retire maybe by like. 40 yeah um, so i could I love travel that. and stuff but yes. that's the goal that's the goal oh yeah. my gosh that's mm-hmm. and you can see your trajectory is literally getting there so oh yeah. man i'm so excited <laughs> to see that that, that next thing and I, I really love too is that we need more good people in, in doing business like yeah. you know you're, you're doing everything just from the true value and trying to help people and this yeah. too you want to start that up like to just help the trainers out there because you knew yeah. what kind of mm-hmm. like the the hardships it was just yeah. getting started. So I think yeah. that's super admirable and thank you, you got to keep you. going. Thank you. you. I going. try. I try. I had a business advisor too, who would tell me you need to start charging this, this and this and because this and everybody in the area and whatnot. And I'd be like, I don't want to do that because I don't feel like personal training should be luxurious. I feel like it should be obtainable. Like people need help and they don't have the knowledge. So why am I going to like, you're making it accessible. You're bringing the, you're bringing like state of the art kind of training down to like the regular people, which is so good. And, and, and yeah, when you get, when you get that gym and you start getting like real famous, you know, I'll be like, Kenny, I'll be like, this is my (laughs) second time on this podcast, guys. I know we come back (laughs) and we're coming back. You're doing the whole thing and just shades on. You got your, you got your Louis V two purses (laughs) going on. Yeah, dude. That's hilarious. But yeah, no, hopefully that's my, that is my goal. And speaking into the universe, it will happen, right? It will. I love We don't that. say hope. We say it no, will. No, we will. No, we you will. taught me that too before behind the scenes, guys. She's coaching me up. So she, <laughs> she doesn't stop. It is not, the training doesn't stop. 
But as, as we're kind of winding down, Annalise, let's, I, I just want to ask these last questions. So what is your version of success? Um, my version of success. I think my version of success is being content, but also not being content. Does that make sense? Mm. So loving where you are, being happy with what you have, but always knowing that you can do more, um, but not letting it stress you out to the point where it becomes like uh, part of a reason why you don't, you know, pursue something. So for example, I love where I am. I love my clients. I love my space. Even when I was at my parents' house in the garage, I loved where I was. Um, but I never felt like, oh, I need to change. I need to keep going. I need to like, you know, surpass this. I need to do that. And I feel like if I had that attitude, it would be very draining and like bad for my mental health. So I loved where I was, but I still knew in my mind, but I'm going to grow and I'm going to take my time and I'm going to do it the right way. And I'm going to do it how I want to do it. And I'm going to get there, but I'm not going to let it consume me. I love that. that. So you just want to stay in that healthy space of being happy with your presence. Yes. But still hungry for more. Yes. And I don't want to lose like sight. Like for example, um, right now I work a lot, but I also know boundaries and I want to be able to spend time with my family. If my sisters are like, oh, let's go, like, let's eat dinner tonight. I'll be like, okay, I can make it at this time or whatever. Not like, no, I need to work until 10 o'clock in order to be successful. And I'm not going to do this. And I need to grind and I need to be up at 3 a.m. Like I respect that for those who it works for. Um, but for me, I want to be present and know that it's going to come and I'm still going to work hard to reach my goals. Um, but I'm not going to let it consume me and not allow me to live where I am right now. No, like I want to that is enjoy it. Very, very powerful. Yeah. There's this quote that this guy named Ed Milet says it's mm-hmm. called blissfully dissatisfied is what mm-hmm. it's called. Yes. I love so that. it's like, he, he makes the example of like, like with the good steak, mm-hmm. you know, you take the bite out of it and it's so good and tasty. You love that moment, but it's not taken away from the next bite that you want to eat. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So, I love that. No, love that's, that. that's, I think that is so nobody's ever, mm-hmm. ever said that. I, I really like that answer. Yeah. Okay. The next one, what impact would you like to make on the world? This one's always a tough one. People on get the all world. like, they're like, <laughs> yeah. Or if not, you know, just impact in general. Like what, what, what would you like to leave? Um, impact normalcy and the reason why i say that is because i am very much on social media and i do get a lot of comments on my videos of people saying like thank you for like actually showing what you ate today um because you could see a lot of people like oh i ate this and i ate this and then they're like trash i actually ate this um and a lot of my content i actually like show yeah I, i had hot cheetos today guys i eat those a lot like they're part of my diet things like that So I think the impact I want to leave, even with my clients, like when they come in and they're like, I had this to eat. I'm like, it's okay. Like, that's normal. You're human. I eat that too. Like the normalcy of life and not all of the stuff that you see on social media. Yes, it's pretty. It's nice. And we like to see it. That's why people follow like all the organization and the nice, pretty things. Um, But it's okay to be normal, like normalcy and to show that. that. So that's the real, just be real, right? Yes, Yeah. The real. And I, sometimes it freaks me out too. I know like. Um, I post videos and I'll be working out and I'm like, why is my gut so big? And I'm like, oh, it's because I'm breathing. And I'm like, but how come that girl doesn't look like she's breathing? Like, I'll compare myself. But then I'm like, no, because the whole point of why you're posting is to show people like it's normal to like look like this when you're breathing or when you're working out or it's normal to eat these things or to drink soda. 
like i know soda is bad but it's good and i drink it i want people to know like it's okay it's normal yeah. like it's all about the balance and that's the, the thing balance, about fitness yes. too there's not one like only one way to do it like yes yes and that's there's what you're kind so of bringing about ways. yeah there's so many different ways yeah mm-hmm. okay and then here's another one that's uh can <laughs> throw you a little curveball here okay what kind of advice would you give your 18 year old self uh to not worry that you don't know like what you're doing at all um because i was a, a very worried i was like uh-huh. oh my gosh i don't know what i'm doing i'm a dance major i don't know if that's gonna like get me where i need to be um i don't know if i you know what i'm even going to school for like should i go to school should i not go to school am i just doing this because like it's drilled in my mind that i have to go to school um but i would say it's okay to not know what you're doing and it's okay to not have it figured out and also there are so many people who are literally like in your shoes like you are not the only one everybody is in that position um and there's more people out there that like you know are dealing with your struggle i think that was a struggle of mine that i'd be like oh my gosh am i the only one that doesn't know like what i'm supposed to be doing right now and what what was one thing that helped you overcome that kind of worry Mm -hmm. i feel like my clients and the reason why is because when i started uh, they're like my life like my my job is I do the life. way every time you talk about your clients like your face changes like, yes you just I see? love them because we like not only do we train but as we're training we're talking and they're telling me something that happened with them and I'm like dude that happened to me too and I felt like this and they're like no trust me I, it, that's how it was for me and so then when I would talk to them I'd be like oh okay it's not just me like we're all living the same life and like obviously I talk to my sisters but as sisters when you're younger you're like, oh God, I hate you. You wore my shirt today. I don't want to talk to you. Like you don't really like, there's little things that keep you apart. Now that we're older, we're much closer. But when she was still like in college and, or in high school and I was in college or working at the gym, I would talk to my clients more about things in my life than I would her. So that's why I was like connecting with my clients. And then we would share stories. Um, But now that we talk more because we're closer, I'm like, yeah, dude, it's fine. Like I did that too. Like, I didn't yeah. know how to do that either. It's okay. Like, don't worry. Or she's like, I need to get health insurance. And I'm like, yeah, see? Because you yeah, know. I get that advice from her. And so it's like even better. Yes, yeah. It's even better because I've already been there. Yeah. Um, But I think that is what I would tell myself. Like, don't worry. Everybody is struggling the same. And like I said, my clients. Because I would tell them a story and they'd be like, oh, yeah, that, that happened to me too. And I was doing this and this and this. And I'm like, okay, I feel better now. Like, because I'm not the only one like struggling with this and sometimes it really is hard to know like there are other people who are dealing with yeah because we get so stuck in our heads right of just like thinking like it's the end of the world for this little thing but it's like like, why me yeah but it's like a common thing that other people have probably experienced too so wow that's really good yeah okay and then last thing just like general to anyone who's just like looking to get into shape Mm-hmm. what would you say you know some good first steps to do you know if they want to you know just whatever improve their body get you know be healthy mm-hmm. i would say do what you like not what you think is going to get you to where you want to be do what you like because you will more likely uh stick to it and you'll enjoy it and you'll want to do it long term if you actually do what you mm. like um when i was starting to lose weight i did zumba because i liked it it was fun and that's what i stuck to and that's what helped me um, but I would say, don't feel the pressure of what you think needs to be done, like lifting weights. Oh, I need to do sprints because like this person did sprints. Do what you like, start off slow. Um, don't feel pressure to do anything that someone else is doing and do what works for you and your lifestyle. Wow. Yep. That is good. And I think on that note, we will send it off at least, but thank you.
Thank Cheers you. Cheers to an amazing pod. Cheers. You're a killer. This is this Thank is you said you. your first one. I don't believe it. <laughs> no, but this is good. I think a lot of people are gonna. Yeah, they're gonna love this. So I hope so. I hope so. Well, I did all my shout-outs, so. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, lastly, just tell say where they can find you and, and your socials and yes, things like course. that. Yes, of course. You can find me at Train with Annalise on all of my socials: Instagram, Train with Annalise, and TikTok, Train with Annalise. There we go. Yeah. You heard it here. Go do something you enjoy. Go do something you, you enjoy. Live your life. There you go. Yep. All right. That's a wrap. Wow. Was that what okay? A pod. Oh my god, this is so good. <laughs> so good. Does he say that to everybody? I'm just kidding. No. Dude.